episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. Hope everyone is having a fantastic Labor Day. It's a scorcher out there, so hope everyone's jumping in the pools, heading out on the lake for one of the last times, just enjoying a nice Monday afternoon. We got some hot takes, tips, tips, oh, man, picks, topics, and more. So close that time. I was so unbelievably close to getting it right. Uh, to make it even hotter for you, it is our NFL preview, which is one of that. It's probably my favorite episode of the year. I don't know about Tanner, but uh, how you doing, IT Dog? I'm doing good. Uh, like you said, hope everybody's been enjoying their Labor Day, relaxing, not working too hard uh, on Labor Day. Uh, yes, you were so close from getting the hot takes, tape takes, topics, picks, and more. There's a lot of teas in there. A lot of teas in there. Maybe, maybe we should, maybe we should switch that up and make it a little easier one of these days. But uh, <laughs> um, no, this is always one of my favorite shows every year. Real excited to get into it. Uh, last week we had our college fo- football preview show. Well, Big Ten preview show, I should say, and then college football week one pick them. We'll be doing some college football week one recap this week. Week two picks, especially in the Big Ten and top twenty five, and then uh, um, we'll be real heavy in the NFL. So. I got a birdie or bogey question for you, which you have a three-stroke lead. Yes, I do. Kind of, yes, kind of commanding. Kind of commanding at this point, but I got a college football-related question for you. All right. Hopefully, you didn't see this anywhere, but you might probably have. not. Which five FBS schools do not have university in their name? Oh man. Oh, that's a tough one. And I'm going to make it tough because I'm yeah. a baby and I'm three strokes down. So you got to get four for a yeah. par, five for a birdie. Well, I've, I've been giving you some tough ones here recently, <laughs> so that, uh, that's fair to do that. But uh, Birdie Bogey is brought to you by Arlington Public House. Arlington Public House is upscale cuisine and cocktails with a casual atmosphere located at 703 Main Street in Rochester, Indiana. They are closed for Labor Day and tomorrow, the 4th yep. and the 5th, uh, to give their employees a nice... Uh, the long weekend there, but uh, next week I'm sure they'll have two dollar whole smoked wings and one dollar off domestic brewskis. Over the weekend they did have parmesan crusted chicken served with mashed potatoes and asparagus, which looked uh, delectable, as I like to say. Um, so uh, they will be back at her. I'm sure. Uh, I, I I don't know what their days are. Did, did, are they on open on Wednesdays? Um, yes, yes, they're open Monday through Saturday. Monday through Saturday, that makes sense. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure they will be back open on Wednesday to get yourself some uh, some good food there. I, uh, my wife um, and I look at their Facebook page quite often, see what they got going on. And and on Friday, since it was the start of September, they announced their new cake of the month. Yeah. So my wife texts me while I'm at work and says, hey, you better get the, get a piece of this and bring it home before, uh, before you leave. So I went in. Got a piece from the Arlington Public House before I left, and it was, I didn't have any of it, but it smelled amazing. She says it was amazing. It was a chocolate peanut butter cake. That sounds, that sounds and, amazing. I mean, even with the box closed, you could smell the peanut butter, oh. even with the box closed. Chocolate and peanut butter. Whoever decided so, to do that the first time, genius. You know, I tried, but I, you know, ha- the saying, happy wife, happy life. So that's what, mm-hmm. all I was trying to do. So I was the... Uh, Husband wait, of the night, I guess. <laughs> wait, wait till you have a baby on the way, and that takes it to another level. Yeah, I, I, I can imagine. I can yeah. imagine. Um, but yeah, so. nine o'clock uh, p.m. Uh, root beer float runs at uh, Culver. I, I, I was not complaining, by the way. Because see, I was gonna say you can benefit from a lot of this. I, I feel like so. I, I have benefited quite a bit. She was wanting mac and cheese one day and hot dogs. So I got hot dogs. I never eat Ooh. hot dogs. Um, yeah, I had hot ice, dogs for lunch today. Ice cream out of it. She wanted Papa John's one time. It was terrible. I'd never want to get Papa John's again, but I was excited because I haven't had it in a decade. Um, so hopefully Papa John's doesn't come calling and want to sponsor because they. I was gonna uh, say, well, they're no, they're no Papa John's sponsor ever, out. but yeah, that's out. But uh, I, I, no, I have benefited stuff. quite a bit. She she hasn't had any like gross cravings or anything, which is good. No, like uh, man, I'm trying to think of food. Uh, I. I, I've read some women no crave, like sardines or something. Right? No, nothing like that. Some women crave dirt because there's like a certain type of nutrients or something. Dirt. So they eat dirt. Yeah, it's it, it's a thing. It is a thing. Oh my! I like dirt pudding. So yeah, it's, it's but this is like real like soil. Oh, like. <laughs> 
All right, let's talk. Let's stop let's talking talk. about soil. It talks some. Uh, let's talk some more sports. Let's let's talk about all and the main stuff. Man agriculture show tonight. So. Uh, that would be a interesting podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's let's talk some uh, sporting events that have happened on this day in September fourth, shall we? Um, let's see here. Oh, who won the PGA Championship on this day in 1932? Oh man, uh, there's only a few guys from back then that I've heard of, and one of them's Ben Hogan. Good guess. I've never heard of this guy, Olin Dutra. Oh, won his first man. of two majors, beating Frank Walsh four He's and three. In my top three guesses too. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, oh man, through the 50s. Oh, here's a good one. On this day, 1950, NASCAR's first paved super speedway, Darlington Raceway, hosted the Southern 500. It was the first 500 mile event in NASCAR history. The winner was Johnny Mance in a Plymouth. What were they racing on before? Dirt? Gravel? Um, well, I know the first Daytona 500 was like beach. So that's cool. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I know some of my NASCAR history, but I don't know that much. So uh, a lot of Olympic stuff, a lot of Olympic stuff, cricket stuff. On this day, 1981, the longest MLB game at Fenway Park was played. It ended in 20 innings, seeing the Mariners beat the Red Sox 8-7. to seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Tyson, uh, some negative stuff there. <laughs> Is there ever a good Mike Tyson? Album? Very rarely. On this day, 1991, the MLB Statistical Accuracy Committee, didn't even know that was a thing, voted to drop the asterisk next to Roger Maris's 1961 home run record of 61 passing Babe Ruth 60 and determined an official no-hitter must go at least nine innings. Those are the two hmm. things they did. That day must go at least nine innings. I, I didn't know that was that's I mean, that's pretty recent for that. Uh, yeah, to go into effect because I remember during the COVID years, they did the seven inning double headers and they weren't counting the seven inning <clears throat> no hitters, which I think it'll happen once or twice. But on the day 1993, MLB New York Yankees one handed pitcher Jim Abbott no hit the Cleveland Indians four to zero. Yeah, out of no idea, it's a Big Ten school, I believe. Uh, Minnesota? No. Um, it is, I'm pretty sure he's out of Michigan. At least he's okay. from Michigan. Uh, I don't know if he pitched at University of Michigan. Well, speaking but, of the uh, Big Ten, on this day, 1993, Penn State played its first football game as a member of the Big Ten Conference, beating Minnesota 38-20. to hmm. Not bad. Not bad. He, he did play at Michigan. On this day, 1994, a guy named Dan Marino threw five touchdown passes and Dolphins' 39-35 win over to the New England Patriots, setting an NFL record with his 18th game of four or more touchdown passes. Just think about what I just said there. It's a lot. That, that was the record. Now I don't know how high that record is. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I mean, Joe Montana had some comments. I don't know if you saw that uh, about a week ago saying Dan Marino is the greatest of all time. If you put him in today's league, he would throw for – 7,000 yards and 90 touchdowns or something, which I've been saying that for a long time, but obviously he didn't play in this league. So um, kind of have to grade on a curve a little bit. Right. On this day, 1999, the Cincinnati Reds set a national league record with nine home runs as they routed the Phillies 22 to three. It's a lot of home runs. On this day, 2005, 20-year-old Kurt Busch, or not Kurt, excuse me, Kyle Busch became the youngest driver to win a NASCAR Cup Series race when he outdueled Greg Biffle in the Sony HD 500 at California Speedway. Kyle Busch is still going strong today. His brother, Kurt, just recently announced his retirement. Kurt had not raced since middle of last year due to an injury. Um, Let's see here. And that's going to do it. Not a ton of on-this-day sporting events on September 4th, but enough to make an interesting little segment. And the on-this-day segment is brought to you by, like it is every week, Moody Woodcrafts. Moody Woodcrafts is a veteran-owned and operated wood- woodcraft shop based out of Texas with Indiana grassroots. They provide 100% hand-cut custom designs to fit your needs, and their pieces are a great addition to any home, office, or man cave. 
You can see some of the recently completed projects by visiting at Moody Woodcrafts on Instagram and on Facebook. And if you let them know the Tan and Jerry Band Show sent you, you get 15% off your order. And Bentley in the background is telling everybody yeah. to get your sign orders in. Get your sign orders in for the football fan in your life. His mama's not home, so he's lashing out. That's all right. Understandable. Yeah. I'd, I'd lash out, too, if I was stuck at home alone with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't blame him. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's get into some NFL football talk. Let's do it. What division do you want to start with? I say we start with the AFC because that's what I have pulled up here. The AFC East. All right. Or AFC West, actually. Let's go down. Okay. <laughs> AFC West. Who you got uh, winning it? It's no surprise. It's a team that's dominated AFC West for a good portion of the last decade. That's the Kansas City Chiefs. With a 15-2 and record and a perfect 6-0 and record inside the division. So we do this thing. It's called Playoff Predictor. We go game by game and pick the winner without looking at the records or anything just to see where we're at at the end of the year. So it kind of makes it uh, makes it less biased if in a sense. Uh, but I, I also have the Chiefs winning at 15-2. and two. Uh, I think they'll be obviously one, – when you have a quarterback like that and a tight end like that, um, you're, you're going to score, score, score some points. I'm just so sick of it. I mean, they, they, you know, I, I keep thinking as a Bronco fan, I keep thinking the injury bug's got to bite KC, and I don't like to wish injury upon anybody. But every year it doesn't happen. They stay yeah. relatively healthy every single year. Yeah. I'm like, what are they Crazy. drinking in the water there in KC? I mean, but, e- even the Patriots. Tom Brady blew out his knee one year. You know, yeah, that's, yeah, that's never happened to Pat. I mean, he's been. I mean, he he did have that injury, and Matt Moore stepped in for two or three weeks, but it wasn't a Chad Henney. Well, Matt Moore uh, back. Um, I remember he had to come in against Denver. Oh, against Denver. Night. Okay. Yep. 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 Um, Sorry, I thought you meant last year's ankle. No, 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 no. Late in but, the year, where Henny had to too. come in. Um, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Who do you have finishing second? I have the LA Chargers finishing second at eleven and six. I have the Denver Broncos <laughs> of second. You do at ten and seven, not making the playoffs. Really? Not making the playoffs. With a two and four in division record, so yeah, um, the AFC is loaded. It is. Like, it is absolutely loaded. You have I, I and I'd throw Denver in that too because I have them third at nine and eight. So I'm not too far off from you. I have the Chargers third at eight and nine, but with a two and four in division right. record. Um, I mean, you you look at this. I mean, you have obviously Cincinnati, Baltimore, and Pittsburgh, uh, Bills, Dolphins, Jets. Jacksonville, all like, I mean, that's what, nine teams for seven mm-hmm. spots, 10 teams mm-hmm. for seven spots? There will be teams with winning records on the outside looking at. For sure. Um, for sure I agree. And of course, I would love Denver to get in the playoffs, you know, sneak in as a wild card. But if you told me right now they'd finish the season at 10 7, I would take him. They have not had a winning oh, record since absolutely. 2016. I would even take nine and eight. That is improvement. That's progress. Wanting to see improvement. I mean, there's got to be improvement behind center there with number three, Russell Wilson. There's got to be, or he's done. Um, interested to see what Sean Payton brings to this team. Saw some positives in the preseason, but that's preseason. Um, they have been bit by the injury bugs, particularly at wide receiver with Tim Patrick out for the year. Jerry Judy probably out for the first three or four weeks at least. Um, they didn't put him on the pup list, though. So, um, yeah, there's, I mean, Denver should have a solid defense, but it's all got to come down to quarterback play. Right. At the end of the day, so right. and and Chargers, I think, I mean, they got a good quarterback, Justin Herbert, uh, got a big big contract extension. They had a heartbreaking choke of a loss, being up twenty seven zero to the Jaguars last year in the in the playoffs. Um, the Chargers are a team that's always bit by injury. We're yeah. talking about Kansas City, yeah. never is. Chargers always are. I was just about to say that. Um, and I think that I honestly think they will be better better than the eight nine record. I have them, but that's just sometimes. This system makes me look like a goofball because <laughs> I just go game by game. So, how how many years have we had multiple teams going like zero and sixteen, zero and seventeen? Oh, quite a few. Yeah, yeah, yep. So, we both have the Vegas Raiders finishing fourth. What's the record yes. you got? I got them at eight, nine, two, and four. Okay. So I have Denver, L.A., and Vegas finishing with the same division record, and L.A. and Vegas finishing with the same overall record. I have Vegas finishing seven and ten, so I think that's going to be a very competitive division, and it should. It be. should be. Yep. Uh, Jimmy G, obviously the quarterback there. Um, he's a downgrade, in my opinion, from Derek Carr. Uh, yes, not, not, I agree. not a huge downgrade. Yep. Um, he he 
he's has more of an Alex Smith style to him where he's probably yeah. not going to turn it over. He'll keep you in games, but I, I think that defense is terrible, and I don't believe in McDaniel's at all. Uh, Devontae Williams is a weapon. Josh Jacobs is a weapon now that he's back after his holdout. But Garoppolo will not finish the year healthy, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, that might I, – and I, I have not seen if Aiden O'Connell is their number two or if Brian Hoyer is their number two. And after the way O'Connell played in the preseason. You would think he, he made a case for number two, but I have not seen you who is actually number two. have an emergency – Third Correct. string quarterback. It was just just announced today. Yep, um, I was reading all about it today. Yeah, yeah. The they, they have to be on the fifty three man roster, yep. um, and they can't come in. I believe before the second, which is a thing that's been normal. Yes, anyway, but. yeah. Both your first and second string quarterbacks have to get hurt. They can't come mm-hmm. in due to poor poor play. <clears throat> uh, the first and second string players, either one of them, can come back in if they are ruled that they can come back in the game. Mm-hmm. And also, the third string quarterback has to line up as a quarterback position. Can't be different position. Can't what no wildcat anything like that. So, Interesting. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So. What division's next? AFC North. AFC North. I gotta pull up a different screenshot here. Uh, here we go. Okay. I have the Cincinnati Bengals. I have the Cincinnati Bengals as well. Finishing fourteen and three, I think they're going to be real good. I have them at thirteen and four, four and two in the division. Yeah, um, Joey B hasn't played obviously in the preseason. He's banged up, but still, he's been banged up before, and he's uh, been okay. Great receiving core. Um, Joe Mixon obviously is there. Chase Brown is there now. I got to throw him in there. He's in the line. I um, defense should be pretty good. So I, I, I think they're poised to uh, to make a run here. Joe Burrow is my MVP pick for this year. I think he has a big year. I really like this Bengals team a lot. Mm-hmm. They they will be in the mix for a uh, contender to win the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. I mean, I got them win the North, and I have them as a pretty high seed in the AFC. So, yeah. I have the Baltimore Ravens finishing second. I do as well. I think they bounce back this year. Now Lamar's back. I'm at thirteen and four. I think they're gonna I, be really good. I'm at twelve and five, four and two in the division. Um, do you think Odell Beckham moves the needle for them this year? No, not I don't really. Uh, I think he's pretty I, much I mean, he's washed, solid, but I think he's kind of getting washed. Yeah. Um, Lamar back. I think he'll come back with a vengeance too. that. That defense is always good. It doesn't matter who yep. you have. They're going to be good. Yep. Um, and, and they'll run the ball really well as well. So always that's a Baltimore staple. Good, good rushing attack on offense. Great defense. So who do you got fishing third? Pittsburgh Steelers at 10 and 7 but missing the playoffs. I got them at third, also 12 and 5, 4 and 2 oh, in the division. Man. I think this division, these top 3 teams are loaded. I think I think Kenny Pickett's going to have a heck of a year. I agree. For the Steelers, I think Najee Harris is going to have a good year. I, I think they're going to be really solid on both sides of the ball. I don't think there's any heat on Tomlin's seat, but if there is, I think he silences that this year. Yeah. Yeah, obviously defense again. That 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 division, I mean, Baltimore and Pittsburgh, years of great uh, defensive play, and now again, the way Pittsburgh finished the year, they almost snuck into the playoffs. Right. Um, and Kenny Pickett played really well down the stretch, and they're expecting big things from him. So I, I think they're going to be good. And we both have the Cleveland Browns, the Brownies finishing last. What do you got them record wise? Six and eleven. Um, I saw somebody say they are a playoff contender this year because of Deshaun Watson. I think Watson's washed for one. Um, and I, I just, I don't think they're going to be very good. I have them at three and 14, oh, and six man. in the division. Yeah. You think they're gonna be so real bad. I think they're going to be real bad. I just don't see it. I don't think Deshaun's the answer. And I think they're going to have to eat a lot of dead money after this year. Yeah. Yeah. But, but they could prove me wrong. They could prove me wrong. I just, I'm not buying in the hype. AFC East. I have the Buffalo Bills winning the division with a 12 and 5 record, 5 and 1 inside the division. I also have the Buffalo Bills winning the AFC East at 12 and 5 as well. Um, you know, there's a lot of hype for Jets, Dolphins, and in the Bills, but it feels like a lot of people are taking the Bills lightly uh, coming into the season. It, it, it just feels like to me anyway. Uh, they still have an MVP level quarterback in Josh Allen, and I think him and Diggs smoothed things over, whatever needed to be smoothed over. Um, I love their first round pick, that tight end out of Utah. Uh, I forget his name. Um, but uh, defensively, always good. I, I just think they're going to be a force once again. 
Yep, I think the Bills are going to be forced once again. Their defense, I do have some question marks on. I know they've made some changes mm-hmm. as far as coordinator there. Um, but Josh Allen, he's top top three quarterback in my position, in my opinion. Definitely yep. top five, but top three in my opinion in the league. He's got some good offensive weapons. Like you said, it is important for him and Diggs to get on the same page. But I think they do that, and uh, they do have a tough schedule. The reason why I have them having five losses, but I do think they're just a little bit ahead of uh, some of these other teams in AFC. He's not, not by much though. Not by much. I have the Dolphins finishing second and making the playoffs. I, I, I had to do it uh, at 10 and seven um, new defensive coordinator there. Vic Fangio is a really good defensive mind. I think Jalen Phillips on that defense is going to have an incredible year. Uh, losing Jalen Ramsey will hurt um, when their secondary was bad last year, but it was a, a bad defensive scheme. Offensively, they should put up a ton of points. As long as Tua stays healthy, if he doesn't stay healthy, they're going to go. That's the him. big question mark for them all season yeah. long. Yeah. Um, I also have the Dolphins finishing second and making the playoffs with 11-6 and six record. Ooh, yeah, you're a little higher on them than I am. Four and two in the division. That's assuming, you know, of course, Tua stays healthy. I think they have an explosive offense. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. Even Raheem Mostert, a running back. I mean, my goodness, yeah. to talk about three fast guys I just named. Yeah. So the Dolphins, for the first time in a long time, I mean, okay, maybe last year, but first time in a long time, I think are must-watch television outside of the Miami Dolphin fan base. Yeah, for the first time. Yeah, besides last year. Last besides year, last year, yeah. Came onto the scene, but they, had, they hadn't been for 20 years or so since Marino had been there, really. And um, that's why they have more primetime games than they've had in years. And they deserve it. Um, and, I'm, of course, made the playoffs last year. I have high expectations, and usually when I have high expectations, it comes fall, falling just down hard. Uh, offensive line still a major question mark. They haven't fixed that thing in a decade. Uh, who knows if Teron Armstead's going to play week one. If he doesn't, it could be uh, interesting. But uh, hopefully Tua's uh, jiu-jitsu training um, it's it's already paid dividends. They've kind of showed side by sides of him getting hit from last year, and the way he's fallen is a little different. Uh, so it's kind of taking pressure off him. But again, you take one wrong hit and you're out anyway. And uh, I think that would be the end of Tua's career, to be honest. Yeah, you're probably so, right. Uh, hopefully it doesn't happen. Um, obviously, hopefully, it, hopefully it doesn't happen for him because uh, uh, I, I think he's a really good talent who was kind of coming into his own last year. And I hope it doesn't happen to the franchise because if it does, they're they're done this year. So yep. Yep. Well, speaking of high expectations, the team I have in third place, I think has high expectations, higher than they've had in a long time. They have the longest playoff drought in the NFL. I think it dates back to 2010, if I'm not mistaken. That is the New York Jets. I have them at 10 and 7, 3 and 3 inside the division, just missing out on the playoffs. I have them at 10 and 7 as well, uh, finishing third. They're obviously going to be better. I think Garrett, Garrett Wilson's a budding superstar. Uh, there at wide receiver, uh, picking up Dalvin Cook, getting Brees Hall back. They should score more points than they have maybe the last 10 years combined because that offense has been putrid. Uh, defensively, uh, they looked great last year, but you look at their schedule, they played a bunch of backup quarterbacks. So it'll be interesting now because uh, they, I mean, they didn't have to face two at all last year uh, for one. Uh, that was just me throwing that in there. But uh, Sauce Gardner obviously is going to be a candidate for defensive player of the year. And because he plays in New York, he has this. Uh, this high hype around him. If he played in Carolina, I don't think we'd see nearly the hype he is getting, um, which I, I think is a really good player. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, yeah, I uh, think they will be good, but I do have him missing out in the playoffs because I hate him so much. And I think Aaron Rodgers will be good, too. Um, I, I I mean, I, I can see a lot of Jets haters and a lot of people that don't like Rodgers saying, eh, he's washed, he's not going to play good. Eh, we haven't really seen that yet. Yeah. So I think he is going to – uh, do well. He'll do better than Brett Favre did in New York. Not that Favre was awful in New York, but Favre did better in his first year in Minnesota than he did in New York. So, mm-hmm. uh, so we both have the New England Patriots finishing last in the AFC. Something we haven't been able to say. And I think I did last year. Wow, did you? Um, yeah, but uh, I'm at five and twelve. I'm four and thirteen, and winless in the division. Yeah, not not a believer in Mac Jones whatsoever. Last year was bad for him. Um, I'm honestly surprised they cut Bailey Zapp because I thought he played better than Mac did last year. Um, and yeah, it's it, it's proving that Bill Belichick, if he would not have had Tom Brady, I don't think if he he would have lasted too much longer as a head coach in the NFL. Do you think this is Belichick's last year? I honestly, I mean, I keep uh, we've been saying it for years now, and if if they go five and twelve or even. Seven and ten or worse, I think we could definitely see that uh, yeah. happening. Definitely interesting times in New England yeah. for the first time in a while. 
And the AFC South. Who do you have winning the AFC South? I think this will be top to bottom, the worst division in football, in my opinion. Um, but I do have the Jacksonville Jaguars winning that division at 10-7. and seven. I saw Peter King today said they were going to be the one seed in the AFC, um, which I don't see that at all. Uh, Cal- Calvin Ridley is back from suspension, so that'll help that offense out significantly. But uh, they're expecting big things from Trevor Lawrence, but uh, I don't buy it. I am very, very high on this oh, no. Jaguar Titan team. And and maybe I should pick Trevor Lawrence over Joe Burrow for MVP. Barry oh, said Joe man, Burrow. I have them at 14 and 3, 6 and 0 oh. oh in the division. Man, I don't I yeah. am I don't know what I'm drinking some kind of Jaguar uh <laughs> Kool-Aid. Maybe it's the uh con factor there. Shad Con, Tony Con, my AW yeah. fandom there, but uh, I like this team took that step forward, making the playoffs and beat and, and advancing the playoffs last year. I think they got to keep momentum going because they had momentum years ago. I mean, they probably yeah. should have made the Super Bowl up ten points in the fourth quarter in New England, choked that thing away, and then the franchise never was really the same since until last year. Yeah. It would be a great story for them to crawl out of the Urban Meyer hole this quickly. Yeah. Um, but it all rests on number 16 shoulders, but I think they're going to be good on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Credit Doug Peterson, which uh, we, we yep. thought that, that was a great fit going in. Yep. Uh, it's, it's proved to be that already. And uh, I mean, you look at them when they went, what was it? 13 and three, a few years ago, that was Blake Bortles at quarterback. Now they yeah. have like an actual right. talent there. Um, I mean, the I jump he made from rookie year to, to last year was pretty significant. If he can make another jump this year, yeah, they'll be, they'll be in good shape. Yep. Who you got second? Tennessee Titans at seven and ten. We are thinking the same. I also have them second, seven and ten, three and three in the division. Yeah, um, Will Levis looked bad uh, in training camp. Anyway, I didn't watch him in the preseason. Tannehill's still there. Uh, Derrick Henry's still there. The, the the defense will keep him in games. They will, uh, but they just don't have enough offensive fire. And De- DeAndre Hopkins is there, so he should help if he has anything left in the tank, which I think he does. Uh, but uh, you have a pretty black quarterback there. Well, it's a mess at quarterback. I mean, you have three guys there at quarterback because yeah. Malik Willis, too. He make the team. I think he did. I figure I just I, I haven't fact checked it, I guess, so, but I assumed yeah. he did. Um, but yeah, that's just a mess. There's just a mess there. And I, I think Vrabel's a good coach, but I mean I couldn't name you. I, I consider myself a pretty darn big NFL fan. I don't think I can name you too many Titans on the defense side of the ball. Jarrell Casey still there? I believe so. But I, I don't, I don't have much. I mean, no, I, don't have I just for you. they're they're one of those teams that doesn't Simmons, doesn't really get talked about. So. Yeah. Who do you have third? Uh, after I saw the record for this team, like man, I'm pretty high on them, and that is the Indianapolis Colts. I have them at four and thirteen, though. But I felt like that was pretty high. Uh, so well, I'm gonna get a lot of slack for this, maybe too. But I was a lot higher in this than I really am on the Colts. I have them at six and eleven. Ooh. Interesting. Three and three in the division. And I'm sorry, Colt fans. I don't, even though I went week by week, I guess I saw six wins there. But realistically, when I looked at their schedule before I did this, I didn't see six wins. So I don't no. know. I don't know what I, 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 I bet I gave them a lot of home games or something. So, which, which that does tend to happen to me. It feels like I'm picking the home team a little too much. But will, will Anthony Richardson play uh, good enough that the Colts uh, aren't looking for a potential different quarterback option next year? <laughs> they better hope so. They spent a top five pick on that guy, so uh, you can't be doing that two years in a row unless you're going to get a Caleb Williams type. So, And Jonathan Taylor, what's your future prediction with him? Um, so the Colts are stupid. Um, they <laughs> they literally asked the Dolphins for Jalen Waddle plus um, more. Jalen Waddle is one of the probably top 10 or 12 receivers in the NFL, and just because he's their number two guy doesn't mean he's an actual number two. Right. Um, and I saw Pat McAfee saying, how, how could you not give up Jalen Waddle for Jonathan Taylor? You don't do that for a running back. Ta- Taylor well, well, good year. And I like McAfee, but McAfee's kind of a spokesman for the Colts on a big That's national true. stage. So. That's true. But, uh, yeah, the Colts uh, needed to have realistic expectations there, and they didn't. And the funny thing is, you know, Ursay and the Colts are whining, well, no one's given us an offer we think's fair enough. They aren't valuing enough. Well, if you valued him enough, you, you would have signed him. Yep. So, you would have paid him what he wants. So yeah, you, you have zero leverage here, Colts. Yep. Nope. They're 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 stuck between a rock and a hard place, I feel like, with them. So yep. so we both have the Texan fi- Texans finishing last. What's your record prediction for them? Three and fourteen. Me too. Yeah. I, I haven't winless inside the division. C 
CJ Stroud was named the starter and I watched uh, the Dolphins Texans preseason game and he played about three quarters and he looked pretty bad for a majority of it. Um, he doesn't have many people to throw the ball to. Um, his offensive line's bad. It's a bad yeah. team there. Yeah, yeah uh, right, but, right. Because yeah. I think Stroud's going to be pretty good. I think D'Amico Ryans can be a good head coach someday, but mm-hmm. it's going to take a few years. This yeah. team just has nothing. That's why yeah. I have them at 3-14. and 14. They just don't have talent to win yeah. games. The The bad part is NFL head coaches get about two years max anymore. They don't I know. give them four or five years. Like well, the Texans are about the worst franchise when it comes they to should. that, too. They, they, they need to give D'Amico some patience, and I think he's got a five – if I if I'm not mistaken, five year contract. So that that tells me they're gonna give him a little yeah. a little leash there. So well, let's do the AFC playoffs. I have five seed Baltimore at four seeded Jacksonville, and I have Baltimore moving on in that one. I have five seeded Baltimore at four seeded Buffalo, and I have Buffalo moving on. I have six seeded Chargers at three seeded Buffalo with the Chargers moving on. I think they go in there and win. That would be huge for that franchise. I have six seeded Pittsburgh at the three seeded Cesarada Bengals. And I have Joe Burrow and the Bengals moving on. I have the seven seeded Dolphins losing at the Cincinnati Bengals, the two seed. I have the seven seeded Dolphins losing in state at the two seeded Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, If they lose to Jacksonville, I will be furious. I think the Dolphins are better than Jacksonville. That's, that's uh, you're you're going to love the rest of my predictions. Oh, Lord. Um, then I have the five seeded. Actually, I think I screwed this up. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have LAC winning, but I have uh, here. Let's see. What, what did I do? Five seed. Okay, I, I just had a typo. My bad. Uh, five seeded Baltimore losing to the Cincinnati Bengals. I have the three-seeded Bengals going on the road down to the two-seed Jacksonville and the Jaguars making the AFC Championship. Oh, man. I have the Chargers losing at Kansas City, and we have a rematch in the conference championship game, Cincinnati Bengals at the Kansas City Chiefs. I have the Bills going into Kansas City. Always a good matchup when Josh Allen goes against Patrick Mahomes. But I have the Chiefs coming out victorious in Arrowhead, setting up for a Trevor Lawrence at Patrick Mahomes AFC Championship. I have the Bengals over the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC Championship. So the Bengals going to the Super Bowl two out of three years. I love to make bold predictions and takes on this. I have the Jaguars going into Arrowhead, winning the AFC and representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. That would be awful. That would be horrendous. I did not know you didn't like the Jaguars. I don't know. I I hate all Florida teams now. I've <laughs> I've, I've grown to hate them. So. Well, we're going to talk about a team later on when we talk college football that I'm starting to get a hatred of because of my Twitter feed. So <laughs> I feel yeah. you there. Uh, we we probably should rifle through the NFC East here a little quicker than we did the AFC yeah. as we only have 27 minutes left. Uh, NFC East. I got the Philadelphia Eagles winning that division at a record of 13 and 4, 5 1 in the division. I also have the Eagles at 13 and 4 winning that division. I have Dallas finishing second at 12 and 5. I do as well, 5 and 1 in the division. This division's top heavy. The top two are going to be pretty good. Yeah. I, I have the Giants being okay at 8 and 9, finishing third. I have them 7 and 10, 1 and 5 in the division, though. That's a big reason why they're finishing yeah. at 7 and 10. Then I have the football team at five and twelve, finishing fourth. There, Sam Howell. They're the Commanders now. Uh, oh, they are. They? <laughs> they screw that up every year. I was, I was, I was ready for them Redskins. Yeah. I have them at two and fifteen, Ooh, one boy. and five. I don't think Sam Howell's the answer. Yeah. Ron Rivera will probably, unfortunately, get fired because I think their defense will be pretty good. I just don't think they got McClare. My, um, they um, do have Eric Bieniemy. Remember that? Oh, that's true. But nah, eh, two and fifteen. I, sticking with it. Yeah. Sticking with it. NFC West. This is a shock because I do it every year. I got the San Francisco 49ers at the top with a 14 and 3 record, oh, 6 0 in the division. I, I have the Niners win that division at 11 and 6. Uh, I, 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 I want to see another good year from Purdy before I call him an actual good quarterback. I just think he has so many good weapons around him, he, and I think the defense is going to be awesome. So yeah, he does. I have the Seahawks win, or, uh, making the playoffs at 9 and 8, finishing second. I have the Rams second at nine and eight, three and three in division, but just missing out on the playoffs. I have the Rams finishing third at eight and nine. I think they they should be better. I have the Seahawks third at seven and ten, three and three in division. I think Geno takes a step back, and that's why we see him under um, with losing record. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals. I think they hired John Gannon or whatever his name is to mm-hmm. fire him. Um, his name John, something Gannon. 
um there and uh, i think it is john he uh he, he looks like a joke so far some of his comments he's making i don't, I don't know if you saw that video of him in the locker room yes if anyone took the bus <laughs> So stupid. Well, his handshake thing with Rondell Moore that was, weird. was weird. So from then yeah. on, I'm like, this guy's a goober. Uh, sounds like they're starting Joshua Dobbs <laughs> at quarterback. I think they're going to move on from uh, Kyler Murray, too, because they, they want Caleb Williams, who I think is as close to Patrick Mahomes as a draft prospect as you can get. I'm going 1-16. and 16. I got him 0-17. There it is. <laughs> I, had to, I had to pick one of them, didn't I? I think I, think I had him losing to Houston or some, somebody real bad, obviously. But or, or beating Houston, I should say. Yeah. But NFC North. Uh, let me find the North here. I have I got this as the most competitive division across the board from one to four. I have the Lions coming out in a tiebreaker with the second team at nine and eight, three and three in the division. So I have the top team with nine wins, the fourth team with seven wins. So I, I'm right there with you. Uh, I, I have the Minnesota Vikings coming out on top at nine and eight, uh, make obviously winning the division. Uh, but I have the Detroit Lions finishing second at eight and nine and making the playoffs, though. So I have this second place team at nine and eight as well, three and three, just like I had the Lions also making the playoff. Chicago Bears, you're welcome, Bears fans. You're welcome. <laughs> Bears fans are going to hate me because I haven't finished in fourth at seven and ten. I also have the Green Bay Packers at seven and ten by getting the tiebreaker over the Bears. Uh, I don't believe in Justin Fields yet, uh, and as you say with your Twitter feed, seeing all this, I'm sure you're talking about Colorado, and we're going to yes. talk about them uh, because I follow a bunch of Cubs stuff. I have had to hear Justin Fields or see Justin Fields just been shoved into my face, down my throat, how good he's going to be, and I don't buy it. So. He's got to stay healthy, and he's got some weapons around now, but the offensive line has to improve. The defense is going to be good. Um, I also have, uh, to finish this out, the Vikings 8-9, 3-3, and the Packers 8-9, 3-3. I literally think I, I split every game between home and away for these divi- this division. Um, maybe this is the – well, I don't know if this is the worst division in football. The NFC South. Both South divisions are pretty bad. Yes. I have the New Orleans Saints with Derek Carr there winning that division at 9-8. and eight. I do as well. Uh, Tampa Bay, I, I was a little higher on them than I thought I was going to be Baker Mayfield there. Mike Evans wants out. Um, I don't know if he'll be traded by week one. I think he will be traded eventually. But I have them finishing second at eight and nine. I can't believe this. I just saw this. I didn't look at my thing real closely. I have the Falcons nine and eight, second division, making the playoffs. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, I was a little higher on the Falcons too. I have them seven and ten. Uh, but I was surprised I had them with that many wins because I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I have both the Buccaneers and Panthers finishing four and thirteen. Oh. But the Buccaneers third, Panthers fourth. I don't think Baker's gonna do well. I think Kyle Trask in the answer either. I think Bryce Young will be fine in uh Carolina, Frank Reich, but it's gonna take some time there too. There's not a ton of talent down there in Carolina. So Yeah. And so I yeah. but I definitely think the Saints sort of team to beat in this division, and I don't think it's a very good division at all. Yeah. I have Carolina at four and thirteen as well, so I don't think they're gonna be very good. Uh, playoff wise, number five, I have number five, Dallas at number four, New Orleans. I got number five, Dallas losing on the road at number four, Detroit. Uh, that would be a rematch of playoffs uh, a while back when Calvin Johnson was still playing. I have Dallas winning that one. And then I have the six seeded Seahawks at number three, Minnesota. And I have Minnesota actually winning a playoff game. Kirk Cousins won a playoff game. And moving uh, on. Six seeded Bears traveling to three seeded New Orleans. That's right. New Orleans, a three seed with a nine and eight record. Uh, New Orleans coming out victorious in that one. I'd, I'd feel a lot better about the Broncos and Dolphins making the playoffs if they were in the NFC this year yes. than I do the AFC. 100%. Yeah. I have the seven seeded Detroit Lions losing at the two seeded San Francisco 49ers. I have the seven seeded Atlanta Falcons losing at the two seeded Philadelphia Eagles. I have the three-seeded Minnesota Vikings losing at the two-seeded San Francisco 49ers. I've got to find my sheet here now. Um, where is it? Sorry about this. Keep going, Josh, while I find this. <laughs> uh, I, I, I have, uh, now that I see it, I have two rematches of the conference championships this year with the Bengals, Chiefs, and the 49ers at the Philadelphia Eagles with the Eagles winning that one. Uh, to move on to the Super Bowl, to have a Bengals-Eagles Super Bowl. That would be a fantastic Super Bowl. Yes, it would. Uh, Bengals-Eagles. Uh, let me see. I cannot. I found my NFC Championship one, but um, I'm not finding. 
my conference for the, which is crazy because I know I just did it for the NFC. Uh, well, anyways, um, I don't know how I get there, but I have the Niners and the Eagles in the NFC Championship game with the Niners being victorious over the Eagles. So my Super Bowl is the Jaguars and the Niners. Man, that would be a brutal Super Bowl uh, for me personally because of my hatred for the Jacksonville Jaguars, but also because of my uh, wife's uncle's love for the San Francisco Oh, yes. I forgot about that. Uh, when when they lost the Eagles, I we, we we had one sympathy card, and I found it, and I, I wrote him a note like, sorry for your loss, and sent it to him. Oh, uh, man. He, he absolutely loved it. You know what they say about karma there? Yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's a payback and payback. Get me back and payback. I have the Cincinnati Bengals winning the Super Bowl against the Philadelphia Eagles. I have the San Francisco 49ers winning the Super Bowl over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, that'd be miserable. That would be <laughs> miserable. It's gonna be interesting to follow. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, yeah, NFL. Uh, we yeah, NFL predictions, my favorite week of the year. Um, obviously, you're going to have college football on Saturday, but then uh, NFL starting. It'll be interesting to see how the whole YouTube thing with the NFL ticket goes. Um, I assume they're going to crash a few times. Uh, so I'm lucky my team plays at 325 and not during those noon games because week two last year, I missed the entire Dolphins comeback against the Baltimore Ravens because NFL Sunday ticket crashed until like two minutes left and then I got to tune back in. So hopefully that stuff doesn't happen. But Yeah, as a person who has YouTube TV and got the ticket this year, um, I haven't had too many issues with YouTube TV. So hopefully with the ticket add on, hopefully it's pretty smooth. So. Word association here. I picked a guy that scored the last offensive touchdown uh, for each NF or for each AFC team last year, not including quarterbacks. Uh, starting with Stephon Diggs. All right, I'm going to try to keep this real short so we can get through this. Elite. Devontae Parker. Overrated. Mike Gesicki. You could I could not have told you Mike Gesicki was the guy. That Penn State. C.J. Ozama. Don't know who that is. He's a tight end. The Jets have not scored a touch offensive. T- have not scored a touchdown period since week 15 last year. Believe it or not, I had to go back to week 15. Well, that's embarrassing. Uh, yeah, Jamar Chase, top five wide receiver. Kenyon Drake. It's the last name of a rapper. <laughs> Nick Chubb. Um. The best chub in the NFL. Najee Harris. Big year coming for the Crimson Tide alum. Christian Kirk. Underrated. Uh, you would not know the Titans guy because I'd never heard of this guy, nor could I pronounce his name. So I chose the previous touchdown, which was Robert Woods. Um, Average. Yeah. Jordan Akins. Has the last name of a diet. That's Atkins. Atkins. Yeah, I knew it after I said that. Zach Moss. Uh, tough name to live up to around the NFL because of Randy. Isaiah Pacheco. Sounds like Picasso. Hunter Riffro. Uh, uh, very good college player. I thought he'd be a better pro than he is. Keenan Allen. Hate him. And Cortland Sutton. Hope he stays healthy in his sixth year because the Broncos need him. Yeah, I wanted to fly through that one, so I didn't give it too much thought. So that's the Word Association segment, which is brought to you by, like as every former Print2 promo group. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Performer Print2 promo group has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one source print and promotional company today by giving Barbara Van Weinsberg a call at 574-210-3815. Week one NFL pick them starting Thursday night. The Detroit Lions get that Thursday night game at the Kansas City Chiefs. The NFL's loving them. Some Lions hype. Um, I think it goes down in flames to start the year at Arrowhead. I got the Chiefs for 12. This will be the J-Man's book prediction of the week. I think the Kansas City Chiefs win by three touchdowns or more. Um, Yeah, the NFL bought the Lions hype. I'm not buying the Lions hype. I do think they make the playoffs, but under 500. Uh, But give me the Chiefs for 15. J-Man's Book of Virginia Week brought by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for life, 
home, auto, business, renters, workers, comp, and farm insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. Carolina Panthers at the Atlanta Falcons. We got the Falcons for six. I have the Falcons for three. The Cincinnati Bengals at the Cleveland Brownies. I got the Cincinnati Bengals for 13. I have the Bengals for 10. Jacksonville Jaguars, Tanner's Super Bowl runner-up <laughs> at the Indianapolis Colts. They always seem to give the Colts problems early in the year for some reason. I got the Jags for eight. This is like the first time they're actually better than the Colts, though. Like We, yeah. we think they're better than the Colts. Uh, I have the Jags for 12. Uh, I think I'm going to be rooting for the Colts, though, to be honest, which is uh, wow. very lofty. Yeah. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Minnesota Vikings. I got the Minnesota Vikings for 14. I have the Vikings for 11. Tennessee Titans at the New Orleans Saints. Got the Saints for seven. I have the Saints for seven as well. San Francisco 49ers at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Real tough game here. It's got to be a good matchup. I got the Niners for five. Uh, because it's on the East Coast and it's a nooner uh, there, a one o'clock Eastern time game, I am taking the Pittsburgh Steelers for one. One point. Arizona Cardinals at the Washington Commanders. I got Washington for 15. I have Washington for 14. <laughs> Houston Texans at the Baltimore Ravens. Got the Baltimore Ravens for 16. I do as well, 16. Green Bay Packers at the Chicago Bears. Bears finally do it and knock off the Packers, but I only got the Bears for three. I have the Bears for two. Uh, Vegas Raiders at the Denver Broncos. Broncos have lost six straight to the Raiders and Cuds is at yeah. home. I think they snapped this one. Broncos for 11. I have the Broncos for six. I think they get it done. You're probably more realistic there than I am. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles at the New New England Patriots. Got the Eagles for 10. I have the Eagles for 13. Miami Dolphins at the Los Angeles Chargers. Got the Chargers for two. Uh, Hopefully the Dolphins can get revenge. Uh, It's going to be tough, uh, but I got the Chargers for four. Uh, L.A. Rams at the Seattle Seahawks. I got the Rams going up and uh, getting a win in front of the 12th man for four. Remember them, that was unheard of. People just didn't go in there and get wins. No, never. never. Yeah. Uh, I, I have the Seahawks for eight, though. Uh, Dallas Cowboys at the New York Giants. Of course, they put the NFC East on a yeah. Sunday night to start the year. I got the Cowboys for nine. I have the Cowboys for five. Uh, Buffalo Bills at the New York Jets. I got the Bills, but only for one. Uh, that place is going to be hopping. It's it's going to be hopping. I have the Bills for nine. I think they go in there and get it done fairly handily. We didn't differ too much. Not, not too much too much um, uh speaking of differing i did win college uh big 10 pick them um mainly due to Rutgers. uh because they put if, a point on them yeah if well if if Rutgers would have lost we would have tied so i at least had a tie going in but i put four on Rutgers. um but uh yeah what, what were your thoughts on the first week of big 10 play uh, i thought it was a very ugly game uh thursday night to kick it off between uh, nebraska and minnesota but yeah. Minnesota made the plays late when they needed to to win, and Nebraska cannot win close games. It's a culture thing at this point. <laughs> it is. Um, it is. I think they are improved under Matt Rule, but it's that's one they really needed, in my opinion. Agreed. Um, speaking of really needed, uh, Purdue needed to get off to a good start and a win column this year. and Didn't do that, losing the, the first games of the Ryan Walters era, 39-35 is a legitimately good group of five. They're, they're very well coached. Quarterback played yeah. tremendous. Um, he was good. He was very good. They had a couple wide receivers they just couldn't cover. Saw some decent things out of the offense. I thought Hudson Card played all right. Uh, he's taking a lot of heat on the message boards, but he didn't have a ton of time to throw to. And when you're down to your fourth string center, that doesn't help, which I think the backup center is at least going to be ready to go for this week. Um, they did get some explosive plays. Deion Burks looks like he's going to be their explosive wide receiver. Tyrone Tracy uh, returned the first kick return touchdown for Purdue in a decade. Uh, but the defense, pass rush was fine, but the secondary got torched, and I did not see that coming. I'm praying it's week two improvement going to Blacksburg. But uh, very disappointed. Um, get off on the wrong foot, but not giving up on them, but like a lot of Purdue fans are. But I, I think to get to six wins, they have to finish this month at three and two, and that just got a lot tougher. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I said this to our group, but uh, Walters is finding out it's a lot more difficult um, to coach defense when you don't have a top five pick on one end. You have two safeties sure. wrapped in the top 75, which Illinois found that out too. So sure. it's, it's, it's a little more difficult. Uh, sure. But I, I honestly think they'll be fine. I mean, 
Walter's defense was pretty bad for the first few weeks in his first year, and they kind of turned it around. So, and he made uh, some hiccups, yeah. some questionable coaching decisions during the time, some time management stuff. But that's like I kept telling my friends, he, this isn't Jeff Brom or even even Daryl Hazel, Danny Hope, when they came in and had some head coaching experience. This is a guy with his first game being a head coach ever, so mm-hmm. he, he's going to have to learn, but learn pretty quickly. So it's going to take his long. So yep, fine. yep, maybe fine. Um, elsewhere around the Big Ten, I thought I, uh, Ohio State didn't look that great. Quarterback play was pretty bad. Yeah, um, yeah. Indiana's I, defense put up a fight, bad. but Indiana's offense was putrid. Um, Iowa's offense still scored less than twenty-five points. They did throw their first opening drive touchdown of the season since nineteen ninety-one. Thought, oh man, maybe this offense is different, and then they did absolutely nothing. I talked to my uncle on the phone, who's a huge Iowa fan, and uh, he is—he's uh, already pretty disgusted with. Uh, loves Kirk, hates Brian. Every, every time he sees Brian on the, the TV, he just wants to punch a hole through his TV. They got a big one this week. Huge, yeah. Um, I thought Penn State, I didn't watch much of that game, but Drew oh, Aller was good. really they're good. good for them. They're good. Um, Michigan didn't watch a single second of that one. You know, the whole Big Ten West kind of looked meh. Yeah, they did, know, but, but you know, Illinois, what a huge conversion on fourth and four. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, the quarterback sit there in the pocket, took a hit, and great catch yeah. by the wide receiver. I thought uh, Altmaier looked, besides one throw, looked really, really yep. good. I mean, he had about 70 yards rushing as well. He, he reminds me of Nathan Shieldhouse a little bit. Uh, tough son of a gun, it looks like. De- defense got pushed around a lot more than I thought they would, especially defensive line. Uh, but uh, found a way to get it done. And, I mean, I know two people, including McAfee, picked Toledo to win that one on game day. Uh, so it was huge. It was huge to get it done. Um, just kind of forget it and then move on. It was it was tough to get a feel for the big thing because so many of them played cupcakes week one. But I will say Northwestern is by far away the worst team in the conference. Yeah, and uh, they are underdogs against UTEP at home. Which I saw UTEP lose to Jacksonville State in week zero, and they didn't impress me. So. Is pathetic. Yeah. So uh, they they look like a team yesterday that's not going to win a game at all. But uh, so. around the country, um, I mean, we'll talk about them in the Big Ten. Pick pick them here in Shirley, but Colorado was the headliner going into TCU and winning. Um, Sanders thrown for over five hundred yards. Um, Coach Prime's bringing the swag, talking yeah. a bunch of smack, but they're backing it up right now. But uh, I'm still not a huge believer yeah but they're off to a great start yeah um that's the start they needed oh yes uh, it is go out there and i i mean travis hunter played 110 snaps yeah both that's incredible had double digit catches he had an interception at the goal line um yeah Dion's talking a lot of smack calling out the media and all that and you can't you, you just can't I, do that i just don't like how even in on the bottom thirds of it, he's referred to as coach prime yeah. Come on, uh, yeah, Coach Sanders. I mean, <laughs> yeah, uh, and yeah, yeah. That, that that's all they were calling him during the game, Coach. Brown. I know it just, but you know the media is loving it, and I've never seen so much Colorado Buffalo talk on my Twitter. I mean, it's, I couldn't even find Purdue stuff, Josh. I couldn't find Purdue stuff on my Twitter because I follow so many Denver sports related things. It was all about the Buffs, and their bandwagon is full. I think right now. So yeah, uh, he has a good year now. The NFL is going to come calling, and yep. you won't have to hear about the Buffs anymore. Yep. So. And uh, I got gotta give a shout out uh, Lumont here on uh, Facebook. How about the Florida State Seminoles? Yeah, huge, uh, huge Knowles fan. My dad's uncle, my great uncle Lou, huge Knowles fan. They looked fantastic last night, and I am. Very happy to see Brian Kelly about in tears there on the They side got smoked. Back, just smoked. Yeah. Just yeah, smoked. Yeah. So I'm I'm very, very happy with that. And, yes. and, and the fact that I have him in my playoff too, which that helps. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So you want to do a Big Ten pick them real quick? Yes, here? let's do it. A couple Friday night games, which Tom Allen went off. I, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, uh, I don't. He went off saying, which which I, I agree with him. Uh, Friday night. Football is for high school football. Um, yeah, it is. He, he, TV he, he loves it, though. Coach. TV loves it, and I, I know Bielema hates it. He, he wishes it was more of a Friday night thing. And I, don't I don't think any coaches like it. Or a high school thing. Um, but it's all about TV ratings, yep. and that's all they could care about. You, you know, they they were saying, we're going to shorten the games by having a running clock after each first down. Well, they added 15 more commercials, and the games are going the exact same yep. amount of time, yep. and there's more dead time. Yep. Uh, and teams are running less plays. So yep. uh, money grubbing is ruining college athletics. And hopefully 
something can happen to curb that. But uh, yep. Friday night, we have Indiana State at the Indiana Hoosiers. IU takes care of the Sycamores, nine points on the Hoosiers. I have eight points uh, on Indiana. Illinois at Kansas. Both teams, when they scheduled this game, are like, man, we, we, we might actually get a non-conference win, and now they're both halfway decent. I, I had Illinois winning this in, in my season predictions, but um, I'm taking Kansas for four. I have Kansas for five. I think it'll be rocking. Um, yeah. Kansas doesn't have too many non-conference games against a Power 5 opponent. No. No. Um, and it sounds like their quarterback will be back this week because he didn't play because he didn't have enough practice time or whatever. But uh, I have Kansas for five. Youngstown State at Ohio State. Ohio State for 14. I have Ohio State for 13. Delaware at Penn State. Penn State for 13. I have Penn State for 14. Nebraska at Colorado. I think I picked Nebraska in my pre- uh, predictions for Nebraska bomb switching at Colorado seven points. I have Colorado for seven as well. Purdue is favored at Virginia Tech, I saw. One, one point dog. One point dog now. One point uh, dog. You got? I got Virginia Tech for three. I have Virginia Tech for six. I don't think Virginia Tech looked very good at all, but uh, first first road game uh, for Purdue with a pretty young team. Uh, Purdue the, needs it now the, pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, UNLV at Michigan. Michigan for 12. I have Michigan for 12 as well. Iowa at Iowa State. I got the Hawkeyes for five. I have Iowa for two. I think Iowa State's bad. Um, Campbell so should have left, be, man, when he, did, when yeah. he had a chance. It'll be another ten to seven sort of game there. Uh, Rich Wood, Richmond at Michigan State. I'm glad Michigan State. Well, Central Michigan's all right, but like some of these teams don't challenge themselves at all in non-conference. Yeah. Uh, Michigan, State Michigan for, State's one of them. Well, Michigan State does play Washington, don't they? But yeah, they do. Michigan State for ten. I have Michigan State for eleven. UTEP at Northwestern game of the week. I got New- Northwestern for one. I have Northwestern for one as well. If they lose this one, they are not winning a game. I no. will go on record. They're not winning. No, games. no. Uh, Wisconsin at Washington State. I picked it in my predictions last year, week. I'm sticking to it. Washington State in the upset for two. I have Washington State for three. I, I believe. I believe. Charlotte at Maryland. Maryland for 11. I have Maryland for 10. Eastern Michigan at Minnesota. Golden Gophers for eight. I have Minnesota for nine. Temple at Rutgers. Rutgers for six. I have Rutgers for four. That's it, right? Yep. Cool. That's all. Um, that is all she wrote for the Big Ten uh, elsewhere around college football. Ball State traveling to Athens, Georgia to take on the Bulldogs. Good thing they're going to get paid a lot because Georgia might win yeah. like 77-0. Georgia's 42-point favorites. Oh, my gosh. Um, Notre Dame at NC State. Notre Dame's seven-and-a-half-point phase. Notre Dame wins this one by, by less than 10 points. I think it'll be a close game. First real test uh, for yep. Notre Dame. Uh, give me Notre Dame in that one. Utah traveling to Baylor, who got beat by Texas State. Yeah, Utah beat Florida. Give me, give me the Utes. Yeah, give me Utah as well. Number twenty-two, Ole Miss at number twenty-four, Tulane. Ooh, give me Ole Miss, but I like that matchup. Give me Tulane in that one. Texas A&M at Miami. The U. Give me A&M. Give me the U at home. My of course. Games. Um, the big one of the week is Texas at Alabama. Uh, give me Alabama, even though uh, Texas is one of my playoff teams. Bama is seven point favorites. I do not think the cover. I think that'll be about a three point game there. Um, and then Stanford at USC. Dad Mooney's saying that Ball State's getting paid one point six million to go to Georgia. Um, didn't uh, Fresno get paid 1.5 or something like that? 1.35, I believe. 1.35. Yeah, yeah. We're not. That's the last I'm talking about that game. (laughs) Um, uh, USC over Stanford. USC, I agree. Give me that birdie bogey. Yes, birdie or bogey for this week. Let me uh, pull it up here. Which five FBS schools do not have university in their name? Boston College. That is one. Um. Boston College, Boston. I didn't even think about this during the show, so I'm just riffing. Um, Boston College, Boston College. Yes, Boston College is one. Come into my brain. Um, Boston College. Holy cow! Um, do I even have another guess? Um, Boston College, Boston College. That was the only one I could think of. Going 
man, I, I don't think I have another guess. That's, don't I have another guess? I don't think I have another guess. Uh, well, we'll give you a bogey for the week, but how oh, about man. how about Georgia Tech? I, I thought I was gonna say, I thought it was Georgia Tech University for some reason. And how about Army, Navy, and Air Force? I hate you. That was so difficult. I'm gonna punch you. Thanks for watching the Tan and J-Man show. Hopefully we'll get to talk some baseball next week. We should be able to talk some baseball next week as the races are heating up. Have a fantastic week, everybody, and we'll be back at our next Monday.